This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Yay! Yay! Scientists in Belgium transforming urine into beer. Man, does that make me want to drink some beer. Man, does that make me want to drink some beer. I tell you what, I know, uh, you know, last week we talked a little bit about uh, milking the cockroaches. Uh, Yeah, boy, you know, milk from cockroaches is exciting news, but Beer from urine? Yeah. Now you're talking. Now let's party. Okay? You and me? Forget about it. They like to call it from sewer to brewer. The water from the process is completely safe to drink. I mean, my gosh. Why are you thinking like that? We've already tested at a music festival. Oh. A music festival. Nothing can go. I mean, everybody's fine at music festivals, right? Right. Now, they want to install their urine purification device in shopping malls, sporting arenas, airports, and the ultimate goal is to bring clean water to rural areas and developing countries. Uh-huh. That's their ultimate goal. The other goal would be, hey, I'm going to install this in the mall and get free urine, and then we can make our beer. Yeah. Sewer to brewer. Yeah. Urine beer. Yeah. Now we're talking a party. Man, this beer tastes different. What kind of beer is it? It's from Belgium. You know, Belgium beer. When you say Belgium beer, many people think one thing. I think another. Belgian beer. Sewer to brewer. Clean water. For you. Ugh. Ugh. This oh, is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. You can go to liarsandliberty.com and check out the Mercury Museum going on here in Irving, Texas, right now as we speak. Uh, I think the doors are opening. I didn't go out there this break because I was looking through some things to, I want to go through some stories, some little known stories in honor of the Mercury Museum. Um, One of the things that we don't have here at the museum that I would like to actually have, um, a photograph was found in a parking lot of a convenience store. Uh, The people pictured have never been found. They think it might be a 19-year-old girl who was kidnapped from her home in New Mexico and a boy who was kidnapped from the same area. It was found in Florida, although it's never been determined how the photo got there. And those two people in the photo are still considered missing, and they are tied and bound in the photograph. I mean, it is freaky. So we don't have that here, though. 
We've got some dark stuff. We've got some Nazi stuff. We've got some other Hitler. We've got some other history there, but we do not have that photograph here at this time, which is, you know, a little surprising. Just a tad. You know, they didn't ask me what to bring, so I didn't. Slaves in Galveston, Texas. This is American Historical Facts. Now, the title of the story is Freaky American Historical Facts, but some of these aren't really freaky. They're just weird. Because of the length of time it took information to travel back in the 1860s, there were slaves in Galveston who didn't find out about the 1863 Emancipation Proclamation until 1865. They found out on June 19th, which is now celebrated by black Americans as Juneteenth, a celebration of the end of slavery. Six people killed in 1945 by a Japanese bomb sent over by a balloon. The only American civilians killed in the continental United States during World War II were a woman in Oregon and five children who found a Japanese balloon in the woods. They didn't realize it was a bomb. It went off and killed all six. Bastards. I mean, that's freaky. These in honor of the Mercury Museum here in Irving, Texas today. In 1842, Germany tried to establish a colony in Texas, an organization known as Adelsverein, which means nobility and society, tried to make a new Germany in Texas by buying 4,428 acres of land and settling German citizens there. The plan eh, eh, failed after about 10 years due to debt. Uh, They had no money. Uh, Good luck, God bless. Darn the luck. It didn't happen. President Millard Fillmore met his first wife, Abigail Powers, when she was his teacher. He was 19. She was 21. They married about seven years later. Millard Fillmore, a little hot for teacher. I mean, that's freaky. Can I tell you? It's freaky. The Democratic Party's donkey symbol was adopted because someone called Andrew Jackson a jackass. <laughs> I mean, that's freaky, right? America's first serial killer, H.H. Holmes, serial killer who lived during the time of Chicago's World Fair in 1893, operated a hotel that included rooms with secret gas lines so he could kill whoever was staying in them and a room that was completely sealed except for a trap door in the ceiling where he would starve people. This guy, H.H. Holmes, was a big-time freak. If you haven't heard of him before... Look it up because this guy, his story is weird. The v, I mean, freaky because these are freaky American historical facts that we're doing in honor of the Mercury Museum here in Irving, Texas. Venus flytraps are native only to North Carolina and South Carolina. The Venus flytrap cannot be found anywhere else in the world. That's freaky. The turtle was invented by David Bushnell. The turtle, what was the turtle? The first submarine attack that ever happened in America in 1776. It was a one-person submersible vehicle that would allow the occupant to attach a powder keg to a British ship 
in New York Harbor. Think about it. I mean, that's freaky. Americans in the Victorian area took photos of their dead loved ones after photography was expensive when it was first invented. So instead of 1,000 selfies, most people only had one photo of themselves. So when a loved one died and you wanted to remember what they looked like, you might take a photo of their corpse posed like they were still alive. So the pictures, the old pictures of you see of the old people sitting in a chair and they and you say to yourself, wow, they do not look good. Ah, uh, they were dead. That's freaky. <laughs> in 1950, a church in Nebraska exploded during choir practice. The Westside Baptist Church in Beatrice, Nebraska exploded at 7.25 p.m. on March 1st, 1950. Normally, choir practice started at 7.20, but all 15 members of the choir were running late. So the church was empty. Ah, some would say God was on their side. I mean, that's freaky. Freaky American historical facts. Women drank beaver testicle potion as birth control. I'm guessing it worked. It's basically tea. Except instead of plants, beaver testicles were the things being steeped. Boy, does that sound good, huh? Makes that cockroach milk sound that much better. I mean, that's freaky. That's what that is. Victorians made memorial jewelry out of parts of their dead loved ones. Oh, remember their lost family and friends from Victorians had jewelry made out of parts of their loved one bodies, including teeth, hair, and bone. Oh, yeah, great. I mean, that's my grandpa's, too. Mm, There's a piece of bone from my great-great-great-grandfather's left leg. That's freaky. Uh, You probably know this one, uh, listening to the Blaze Radio Network, that John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. What day was it? Uh, That's correct, July 4th. July 4th, 1776. Not exactly 50 years later, in 1826. President Warren G. Harding wrote highly graphic, erotic letters to his mistress, Carrie Phillips. Did you know that? It would be nice to have those. We don't have those letters here at the Mercury Museum today. We don't have the Warren G. Harding... Erotic letters here at the Mercury Museum today. Maybe next time. President Lyndon B. Johnson once pulled out his penis during an interview. What <laughs> a douche. I'm not even going to tell you why. Just know that he did. Agonizing. I mean, that's freaky. In 1918, one of the worst train wrecks in U.S. history involved a circus train. A train engineer fell asleep at the wheel and drove into the back of another train. Happened to be a circus train. 86 people died. Wow. The Strongman Act, a trapeze artist. Wow. Down a couple of acts at the next event. Thanks. To, I mean, that's freaky. Freaky facts in honor of the Mercury Museum today. Uh, A guy wrote a book about a ship called the Titan crashing into an iceberg 14 years before the Titanic. (sighs) 
What? Morgan Robertson's 1898 book tells the story of a British ship called the Titan, which was deemed to be unsinkable, that hit an iceberg and sank. Wow. Killing many of the passengers because there weren't enough lifeboats. In 1912, that's unbelievable. We should actually have that book here at the Mercury Museum, and we don't. That book should be here. I joke around about the erotic letters from Warren G. Harding, which, you know, whatever. I mean, I'd read through them. But... We should definitely we should have that. And we don't, because that's freaky. We don't have freaky stuff. Dentures used to be made of teeth of dead soldiers. Man, does that make me like Dennis even better. The corpse's teeth would be removed, then placed in artificial gums for use by living people. Civil War soldiers' teeth were frequently used in this way. Yay. I mean, that's freaky. Freaky is what that is. The man who tried to save President Lincoln from being assassinated later killed his wife and himself. I don't know why that's freaky, but it just is. It's just weird trivia. Union Army Major Henry Rathbone and his wife Clara were the other two people in the box with Lincoln and his wife the day the Lincoln was assassinated. Rathbone actually tried to stop John Wilkes Booth and got stabbed in the process and also went a little crazy. So crazy, in fact, that he killed his wife 18 years later. Oh, maybe that's why, because he couldn't stop him, because he was a wuss. John Wilkes kicked his butt. I mean, that's freaky. James Smithsonian, no, James Smithson, the founder of the Smithsonian Institution, is buried at the Smithsonian. Employees have said they've seen Smithson ghost wandering the halls of the famed Washington, D.C. Museum, to the point where in 1973... The Institute did a study of the Smithson's casket and remains to make sure everything was okay. But the ghost really doesn't have anything to do with the whole casket thing. I don't know if you know that. Smithsonian. I mean, that's weird. 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 Uh, Freaky. Freaky. These are freaky stories. Freaky American historical facts that you can use. Liberty Island used to be a haven for pirates and might. Be haunted of what? More ghosts. In 1892, two soldiers stationed at the fort that used to occupy Liberty Island tried to dig up some treasure they'd heard was buried nearby. When they got to the box, a demon appeared to them, most likely the spirit of Captain Kidd, a pirate who liked to bury his treasure there. (laughs) That's freaky, is what that is. That is freaky. We're doing these freaky stories in honor of the Mercury Museum today here in Irving, Texas. At the Mercury Studios, parents who gave up their children often gave them a token so they could identify them later. In the 17th and 18th century, boy, you know, hearing these stories makes me want to be so, boy, do I wish I was born in the 17th and 18th. Oh, man, do I wish I was part of the 17th and 18th century. Many parents who were too poor to care for their children left them at the hospital to be raised in work homes. I called them slaves. They're work homes. That's good. They sometimes gave their kids a little token like a button or a locket so they would know them later in life or in death. That's great. Carry this button with you at all times. When you're working for the king and making castles and doing whatever the hell he tells you to do, look at the button and remember, I left you there. Yeah, that's great. The Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper. The official copy of the Declaration, and still survives today, was written on parchment which is treated animal skin. 
but a couple of drafts of the Declaration were written on hemp. In fact, up to 90% of all paper made before 1883 was made of hemp. We don't have any of the hemp uh, Declaration of Independence here at the Old Mercury Museum today. Don't have that one. Haven't seen the hemp Declaration of Independence here at uh, the Mercury Museum. The last time the Liberty Bell was rung was on George Washington's birthday in 1846. <laughs> <laughs> George had been dead for almost 50 years, but that's the last time that it was wrong. Did you know this? Approximately 35 million Americans shared DNA with at least one person who was on the Mayflower. I mean... That's freaky. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.